yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you got your man Sonny Eel up in here, aka the Tartalian Stallion, now I'm gonna make a Spongebob reference here, because you don't have to go swimming to see bikini bottoms when you're hanging with my man Shoot at First Born, cause that's how we do it here, now we here to discuss the sweet science, Make sure you hit us up on facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. Or hit us up on Gmail at squared circle 101 also. Or on Instagram, guess what? Squared circle 101. Or talk a little smack on Twitter at talking smack 101. Tell me you suck, you dope. Or even if it's just, eh. Well, that's what we're here to do today. How you feeling, my brother? Perfect, perfect, and this perfect. Is, this better be your favorite day of the week, whether you're hearing it today, tomorrow, or the next. Now let's talk about what's being good, like RCF CrossFit, IAMRCF.com, forward slash contact. Check them out with that two-week trial. Make sure you tell them that we sent you. Tell them we sent you so I can hit up low or whichever, Lynn, any one of them trainers, and be like, yo, they got it from me, right? They sent you. That's right. I sent you. This guy. Thumbs up over here like you're voting for me on Congress. That's how we doing it. Two-week free trial. Test yourself. You want to be better? Be better with the best. Three years running. My man shoot over here. He's He can't even keep his shirt on anymore. So it's like a workout and a show. You know what I'm saying? This one, he's not even denied. He's like, yeah, I, I really don't. I don't. I don't really like wearing shirts anymore, man, ever since I've been. I already never did in the beginning. You know, it's like 40 but... degrees out here? Yeah, it's hot. I mean, me. <laughs> nah, I always like that um, when you t- to tell them I sent you. I love that reference. I only think of it for two reasons. One, the old school mob gangster that's good right, fellas right. just hey tell them I sent you, you man. Hey, I forget about you. it. That's right, that's right. And then also uh, Joel Santana uh, when he said go uptown to Harlem, tell them that I sent you. Tell always. them I sent you. That, that always whenever I hear that phrase, that's what I think about, man. That's a good one too. Now we're going right into what we call the keys of victory. We're switching it up a little bit, and that's the title. And the keys to victory are here to just let you know how to win. What is that today? How you so the keys that? to victory, I like to change, and it uh, sounds a lot better than the quote of the day. But you know, for those, hey, but for those who's been fans, call it whatever you want, whatever that's you right. feel. Though, just don't call me quotes. We've been in this 42nd, 40, number 42, man. Jackie, uh, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. That's right. Hey, see, we're here. We're right. right here. Right. We're eye to eye. Um, but we're getting pretty established, man. We'd like to thank everybody who's been here, especially around the world, man. Like, you know, all every single last one of you guys, and man. Like, and like what, what we're saying, we're not here is. just to necessarily fit in. We're not. We're going to talk our way to not, the not, top. Not necessarily fit in. Kind of done and over being the A, hey, man. Let me let me tiptoe yeah. around here, man. Make everybody comfortable. Nah, we're done being humble. Second yeah. place is first, loser. If you're not first, you're, you're last. last, man. Uh Ricky compliments Bobby. of Ricky Bobby. So that's what that's what's coming from. So anybody listening, especially any competitors, man, we're we're coming at everybody, man. We yeah, ain't, you don't we want ain't that complimentary award. Hey. No participation awards here. Nah, this no, we don't do ribbons. We don't do Bidens. We ain't no Al Gore, no Mike Pence. We ain't second place. We're going for the top, baby. And so and, we're going to step it up a little bit, though, man. We're coming for y'all, everybody. You're a fan and quiet. It's okay. I listen to everybody too, because we can't coexist. Just remember when you're looking up at the top. Don't throw rocks at the throne. Long right. live the king. That's right. The champ is here. Ooh, that feels good. That feels good. On take two. Now, episode 42. Let's talk about toe-to-toe Tuesday. That just worked out that way. I swear to God. Toe-to-toe Tuesdays, man. I, still, to this day, I, I love what Al Heyman has put together. FS1. I'm a little surprised uh, that nobody's found a toe-to-toe Tuesday already. I feel like that's just 
it was too easy. You too know what? Too, Some yeah. of the best ideas are usually the most simplest ones. That's that right, you never right. Just think about the wheel and how long that's been. That's right. So it's always something stupid that somebody should have been put together. I feel it. I feel it. Now, the first fight on there, we had um, Brandon Figueroa. 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 Of the Figueroa brothers with him and Omar on a six-round fight against Luis Saavedra. Saavedra? Saavedra. But nice, decent fight here. The Figueroas have a certain style down, so if you picture Omar in six rounds dominating, pound into the head and body, you just saw Brandon step a little prettier. That's exactly how there is. Their styles are exactly identical. Um, Omar has a little bit tender hands with all that power behind it. Brandon has just as much power, but we ain't heard much of Omar. We're going to see how far they can go. When you got a style like that, you're going to hit certain, you're always going to hit little walls and, and blocks, you know. And that's just how the style is. But the main event of that card was Ivan Redcatch and Arhenis Mendez. I think I got that one right, right? Yeah, you did. The Dominican Zab Judah. Lookalike, man. Him. And then also uh, you had uh, Miguel Cotto tattoo lookalike. That's right, that's right. So it had the same Ooh. thing. That's, that's the first thing that I Zab really Judah noticed. Zab Judah and Cotto, huh? Hmm. We had the Ukrainian Cotto versus the Dominican Zab Judah. Wow, that's interesting how that works out. So we got Ivan Redcatch coming in at uh, 20 wins, 16 winners wins by knockout, and only two losses versus Arhenis Mendez. He came in at 22 and 5. So. Former world champion, Mendez. Former world champion. Now, Ivan Redcatch, he, this, this was an amateur prospect. A lot of high hopes for this cat. Keeps falling up short. He lost to Tevin Farmer. He lost to a somebody. What was his name again? His name, Dehan Zlatichinen. Dehan. Oh, we know that name. You we sure know, did. We, we know that name. We sure so, do. So those are two credible losses. Now, if this brother wasn't, if the Dominicans add Judah, Mr. Mendez here wasn't a former world champion, I would worry a little bit more about Red catching how he's being handled, where he's headed. But it was. Uh, it was a different. It, it was an interesting fight because I'm not as Class mad now as, as the no. Chocolatito fight because we got to see it again happen for the second time ever. As long as I've been watching boxing, somebody lost a point for a freaking headbutt. <laughs> nah, but it's not that I was worried about. I understand that. I like Red Catch because worry. he was um, he was stalk he was stalking. He was aggressive. I, I liked what he did, but at the same time, man, you're, you're going against a former champion who's been there before. But what, wait a second. They took a point from him for the headbutt, and probably at least one of the knockdowns they didn't score. Yeah. The knockdown, he did knock him down. The uh, One of them. And one of them, round one six. One of them, I thought round so, six, yeah. it, was a, it was a knockdown. The point away from a headbutt, it needs to be hey, more of a warning. Well, we were watching that. I think that knockdown saved it, because I think me and you both were about to knock out like doze it off like oh, yeah you know what I'm saying? No, and then we was. saw both sides was like oh well it's not that it wasn't entertaining it, it was, was good action but it was typical it was a it was a cat and mouse yeah. versus mendez was a better boxer way better way better boxer so even though red catch was stalking he was aggressive he tried to control he pushed back he just he he couldn't connect when it was time to connect and i feel like this style will beat him every single time what boxing I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, slick counter puncher. It's all boxing. You don't have to be. Boxing. So at the same time, as you can come in. Get off the ledge, Red Kids. Get off the ledge. No, no, but the thing is, we've seen it on a. We've seen it many times. Time time and time again. You see somebody come in here, they have power, they're aggressive, 
if you have enough power to keep somebody off you or you have good head movement, and, you can outbox anybody. And what's crazy about that is for those who are learning about the 101, because the lessons come here sometimes. Like I tell you, I got one blood child of mad sons. It doesn't take just power to stalk and drop them. If your footwork ain't there, you can't cut off the ring, you can't corner them, you can't get them against the rope, you can't make them switch a direction they don't want to go, you're not going to be able to stop them, especially if your whole style is come forward. I'm walking you down. If not, you're going to be chasing them. It's called a do-si-do, really, because you're just circling the ring. And then also, but this is where... it's circling the ring, I apologize. Oh, uh, yeah, no problem, no problem. No, but this is, again, why amateur backgrounds are so important, mm -hmm. just for the simple fact that... When a lot of cats are walking into the ring for the first professional fights, you, most of them are usually 100, 200, 300 fights deep. So there is almost nothing that you've never seen. You've seen the boxer, you've seen the person who's quick, you've seen the person who's power, yeah, who's tall, who's short, southpaws, you've seen countless oppositions. So, hey, man, just pass that over here. Yeah, thank man, you, man, thank sorry. you, thank you, sir. So when you've seen all those oppositions, when you walk in, ain't nothing new under the sun, just like God's green earth. So when you walk into them, it's just like, hey, this guy's backing me down, he's he's being aggressive but at the same time all I gotta do is step to the left or step to the right counter jab keep him on the outside and I ain't got nothing and it slice out his money step to the left step to the right you mean knocked out like fight night fight look it's, a, it's a supposedly a hot song on the radio that I can't stand oh okay I, I didn't understand the reference oh I, I haven't I, no I haven't listened to the radio in probably like 15 years I hope, I hope your boy Tyrell hears at least this episode who the hell is Tyrell <laughs> the other the other brother out <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing of his work. I'm the black. Um, but you know what? Um, on top of that, uh, pause. We, <laughs> yeah, pause. It was a. Uh, it was boxing. It was the whole still match, a good it match. Was still good. It was a good but match even, to watch. Ivan Rakich is trying to complain about the refs a little, but I still think our Hannes Mendez got the win either way. Even if he got that knockdown and didn't get that point takeaway, yeah. I still thought it was a clear lightweight win. belt, clear win. But one thing that I did say. Now we were upset about the. The missed call on the knockdown around six. We were upset about the one-point deduction for the head. But mm -hmm. but at the same time, not necessarily this ref, but I want to applaud all the refs in general who do, mm -hmm. for, more, for the most part, do a good job. Real-time decision-making, man, when you have jabs that are going quick, when you have hooks, you're looking for penalties, you're yeah. looking for a head. But, like, it's you're hard trying to, to keep there. it a clean fight. You're trying to keep it a clean fight. It sucks even more, especially if you're a fan. Their job is really hard. Any any one of these professionals. <laughs> Wait a second. Just think about this. Yeah, I got a job for you, man. What do you do? Well, you're gonna monitor. What do I monitor exactly? Well, we're gonna have some dudes fight, and you're gonna make sure that they don't hurt themselves. You're gonna make sure it's the cleanest fight, even though there's not what do you even mean, a real. How thing. is the even the sentence cleanest fight? It's really not. It means no kicking, no stomping once they down. No yeah. eye gouge, fish no hook. No eye gouges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nut punches. No what? Nut punches. Uh, if, if so, no retaliation. You get five minutes. But it has to be an actual nut punch. No, but you think about it. Like the split second it takes between was that a knockdown or was it a clean punch? Yeah. Or it wasn't? It's... Like, yeah, a lot of a lot of careers can live. And I didn't die, write down the ref's name, but I remember hearing Sergio Mora even saying this is a decent ref. He's got a pre pretty good reputation for for keeping the fights clean and not swaying towards anybody in particular. But that was a tough fight period. Uh, shout outs to Mendez, five losses, on the path for another title possibly because hey. he looked good. He looked hey. good. What's up? I know you. I I know you. You my boy. Yeah. What, 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 what kind of nah? Burger? 
What kind of ref would you be, man? What kind of me? Yeah. Probably paid off and rich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be the only ref stepping. I'll be stepping in, in with the ring with the ring car nah, girls and walking out see, with them too, baby. I can, I can see you struggling with trying to ref somebody you don't like and seeing somebody get pummeled. Ooh, and, uh, yeah. The ref, ref should have stopped Ooh, the fight. He's like, he elbowed me twice. I you're in the other corner with a smoke <laughs> talking to the ring girl. <laughs> just, oh, oh, my bad. You guys are still so fighting? Funny. They ring the bell. Have somebody beat to the end of their life. I can see you doing that, man. Uh, no, I, they wouldn't let me ref another one. I'd make sure I'd give just, an eight count or something. So, yeah, you know just, just paid off. Just paid off. Hey, get around you want. that's keys to victory right there, baby. Scott Quigg got a win this weekend. He's on that path for the title also. And he was one of the other names on the undercard of, what I might say, one of the greatest heavy, heavyweight fights I've seen. Definitely, as far as research I've done we, since we, 2003. We, yeah, we're going to go over that later. We don't want to mention any names now, but yeah. Okay, okay. So what do you guys say? Because we talk about Scott Quigg. Next on the list is... Do it. You want to wait? I know. You, you, do, the you, you, do you want it? Do you want? I honestly think we should go the other way around. I don't think we should start with that because one well, leads to the other. We can. We can't do that. Why? Because that's the Cinco de Mayo. We got to end no, with I'm that. No, I'm talking about. Look. Well, you okay? I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Go ahead. You, Stay go with ahead me. Shut it off. Shut it off. Then. All right. So, you know what was good about this weekend? <sighs> Just everything. A lot of things was good about this weekend. It's even look. I don't even but have. Who, wait, people I say boxing was dead. If you follow us on Twitter. Part of maybe we'll say part of the Ward Kovalev watch. I got a countdown for that too. So <laughs> you say people, Man. amateurs, amateurs and casuals say boxing is dead. That's right. There is, and especially when I have I've been in group chats and I've talked to some of my other boys, man, and they're like, man, it's just not enough good fights, and they're specifically pertaining to pay per view. I'm like, it's like pay per view. Like, I feel like rarely, that's a dude who you gets a lot of free. Poo nanny, and now it's like, dude, I can't pay for it anymore. What's yeah, up? No, but at the same look, the best paper pay per view fights are not the best fights that are. No. When's the last pay per view that was that lived up to the hype as far as the hype and it actually being a good fight worth paying for? That's unrehearsed. Wow. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, you put me on the spot here. I'm going to say. Ooh, wow. Like no, I'm I'm being because I don't know, I don't the know. The last one that we think. paid for that really was probably the first one we paid for together was the, the Lemieux Triple G, the Lemieux and that didn't even. It was entertaining for but us, as far as especially. Good, it, but we knew what was going to happen. Exactly. But for that, wow, man, I can't even think of it. Because even Triple G and Daniel Jacobs wasn't even pay per view. No, and, and, that was a good and for fight any still. Mayweather fight I paid for, maybe the first Mayweather Madonna. That was that. Uh, even then, even then, it was it was yeah, debatable. Yeah, it was still like yeah, it was just different. But um, I had more hype for Canelo and Mayweather than I did the Mayweather Pacquiao, yeah. and, and that was just what, the hype, that, and that was a boxing match. But even, that was and just, even then, the best fight on that card was Lucas Batiste and Danny Garcia. I was it d depending on how you look at it. I was so I was yeah. no, someone I was who, still who knew what was going to happen. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because you got one. But let's let's not. Anyway, anyway, focus. I need you to focus, buddy. so boxing is dead. You don't watch it enough. This weekend, we had a great, 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 great heavyweight battle between Vladimir Klitschko Two and Anthony Joshua. The only thing they were missing was a, a sword and a shield. No, these were, no, these these were are exactly, massive you had it right. Gla the, Gladiator. Gladiator was the only way to describe these two guys. We had they're both seven, they're both six, ten, seven footers. Let me hold Amazing on. fight. Now, 
this was a fight that we actually watched around, we'll say around one-ish on someone else's clock other than our own. We won't say it because I'm not going to promote nothing for free right now. But people were looking at us like we were crazy. Like I was just some dude dancing with another with another dude getting hyped for no reason because it was that hype of a fight. I haven't seen cats battle at this pace and this size and no. be such an emotional fight. So one thing that was surprising. First off, I, I commend you. You picked the right one. I thought I thought Vital uh, don't Vladimir you take was going to handle me. this. Man. Don't you don't you handle this like a gentleman? Don't you no no don't handle this like a gentleman. Don't don't give me thanks. Don't give me praise. Let me take okay, mine. You Look, you're wrong. As always, let me let me make the picks. You just be the voice, man. That's what it is. The hype voice is back. Look. So one thing that was appealing to this was Joshua came in ten pounds heavier. Came in at two fifty mm-hmm. versus Klitschko's two forty. So who, that was crazy to me. What was crazy to me was who was aggressive out the bell, Vladimir, right at him. I didn't and I hate. Okay, so both of the Klitschko's, I never liked them. Boring. I never liked them. They're both well. That's, Vladimir that's, is really can, boring. Vitali, Vitali, he's more of a brawler, which I liked about him, but he's still argu- boring to me. And for that argument of if it, boxing wasn't dead, it was just held under hostage. By by the Klitschko's possibly because the heavyweight's always been the yeah it's been so for I forgot what it was it was years ago I think I was watching HBO box and it was Jim Lampley where they were talking or maybe even Max Kellerman on some like Sports Nation I know what happened recently but they were talking about at one being the world heavyweight champ was you were the baddest person on the face of this planet that just calls cause for concern is just hey if there's any man walking down the street I'm probably going to be the most dominant person on the face of this planet this is more revered than a lebron james or a kobe bryant this was this was the mike tyson we had this slash. conversation with johnny bumpus when we when we sat with him bump city we, we told him there was one time you were the baddest dude yeah nobody else was you, and you can walk around that's the stigma it's, when you say i'm the best basketball <sighs> best football player Every single time, that's debatable. But when it's validated, but when it's validated, and it's like I have all this championship. How much trouble do you think I would get into if that was actually official? Like I just stepped out, walked out, woke up the next morning as the baddest dude because I I just beat the baddest dude. I don't think you'd be in trouble as far as like you'd be that. I don't think you'd be in trouble. No, no, I don't think you'd be in trouble as far as walking out and fighting everybody or something like that. You'd be more in trouble. They don't want none of this. You'd be the what, what. The welterweight of you'd be the Tyson Fury of the welterweight division. I'm okay with I can that. See, I can see I'm okay with that. I'm like okay that. with like that. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be coked out. Just talking smack just, just, all day. Look, I just, talking smack just, all day. He, yeah. you, you lose right. the battles before yeah. you go hey, in there. He, hey, you fat Tony Montana. <laughs> and <laughs> so we got Anthony Joshua coming in 18 wins, 18 knockouts, no losses. Vladimir Klitschko came in. And 64 wins, wow. four losses, 54 wow. knockouts. So wow. not only do you have this man has three, four three times, times the bouts. And this man's seen. Oh, yeah, no. Wait, he, what year was Anthony Joshua born? 1989. How old is Vladimir Klitschko? What year is he born? Curiosity? 76. Wow. Okay, it's not too bad, right? It's no, it's thirteen year difference. He's but at the same time, is is Anthony Joshua half you created by any chance? Just wanna, he's, timeline seems to fit. Just I don't know. Just wanna, no, no, yeah. he's not. But at the same time, walking into this, it, honestly, it was a pick 'em. Hey, it could have been a pick 'em. I, I thought I Vladimir was going to handle this dude because he's seen 
He's seen many Anthony Joshua's. Well, I thought I've seen many Anthony Joshua's, obviously. But I was wrong on that one. And with Vladimir Klitschko coming out aggressive, I was shocked right off the bat. I was like, so what is he doing? You're right and you're wrong at this. He has seen yeah, Anthony Joshua's. Right. No, you have seen Anthony Joshua's, but you never know. This is going to be the first time he's really been tested. Now, but one thing that I um, I was looking at. Oh, let me get it through here. One thing I was looking at. This is Anthony Joshua's last four fights before that. Eric Molina, Dominic Brazil, Charles Martin, and Dylan White. So Eric Molina's school teacher. Dominic Brazil has a lawsuit pending against Wilder. Uh, who's the other one? So you had Charles Martin. Charles 20, Martin? Yeah. He accidentally won the world title. Didn't even realize he was the champion when he won the fight because he beat the dude who hurt his leg in the ring. And Eric him. Molina was 25-3. and three. Dominic Brazil was 17-0. and 0. Basically the sa too. same record. Charles Martin was 23-0. and 0. Uh, Dylan White was 16-0, and, 0, That's and Gary win. Cornish was 21-0. So he beat undefeated fighters before they came here. Now, they weren't heavy, they no, weren't names, but, yes. but at the same time, is this is he's 19 wins, 19 knockouts by now. So even if they were tomato cans, he got them out of there like he was supposed to. Like Dylan White's legit because we saw him yeah. in, in, with uh, the, the autistic guy. Uh, what's his name? The autistic guy? Yeah, is you, that... you know the dude. I like the dude a lot, actually. Uh, the crazy dude who threw, this, who threw the table. Uh, Derek Chisora? Yes, that's my man right there. He, we saw them in an impossible fight of the year for what, last year? Possible fight of the year. Possible fight of the year. I'd have to go back to the notes. It, but... it did not become fight of the year if it was last year, that's for sure. But... This was a high pace, high octane, high volume, high velocity, high so, power, high punch. So walking into the ring, I kind of wanted Anthony Joshua to lose for his entrance alone. That, My man came out like with his own DJ. He, no, not even the DJ. He Why came didn't we out, just give him a mic or have like Prince Nassim no, walk him out? I didn't like it just because he stood in between the middle of his big old initials AJ, and he had the flares coming up like he was Goldberg from WWF. Kind of oh, irritated me. I, I didn't like that. But how do you feel about his? Uh, Variety of music, at least. And he had the little, oh, no, no. Unpopular opinion, as much as I'm an East Coast fan, until, being from Virginia. Until Biggie started bumping? I love, no, I love Biggie. Of course. I hate the song Juicy. So especially yeah, when he said, I, I've heard Juicy wait one times. too many thousand times. Out of Biggie's entire library. Got, Come on, never, son. I will, I will never listen to Juicy nobody. on purpose. Never listen to Juicy on purpose. So that was make me. That was what made me of it. But Klitschko, way more athletic than I've ever seen him. He was lean. A 35-year-old Klitschko would have handled his cat. I don't know. I don't know. He would have handled him. We, we, handled we'll him, son. To, can I get into... I, look, you don't... don't you, that's all you beat is stop, talking. No, stop shortchanging me. I got too many notes for... I'm, it's not, I'm short, I got too many notes for you to just try to end that, though. Whatever. This is the most athletic I've ever seen Vladimir Klitschko. Tell me. You're correct. 100%. No. So, he was mobile. He was not stiff, which was I used to use him to put my daughter to sleep at night. <laughs> what was scary about that is him coming out like that. I'm like, well, smart move. That was smart, smart move. They sparred together. They sparred together years well, ago. Not only that, but he, young guy, attack him. Get on him right away. Don't let the crowd hype him up. Think he's King King T King. You know, Mike Lowry or whatever. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> just don't let him feel that way. You get on him. You attack him. You take it away. You let him know this is the title. This is the heavyweight championship. I've seen twenty, fifty of y'all. You know what I'm saying? That goes to experience showing over over his age. Like he, I sparred this kid, and even when uh, oh, Vlad, he did not know that he's 40 years old. No, he I, did not know it. I was reading up on this, uh, especially even after the fight. He was, um, it was an interview that they had after one of their sparring matches they had years ago, and it was like Klitschko was like, 
this guy's going to be something special in the future. And he was right. He ended up getting sunned by him. Hey, but sunned uh, by no, him? No, nah, he, he didn't get sunned. Legit knockout. That was a legit knockout. Legit he knockout. He didn't get so sunned by him. He didn't well, get sunned by him. No, 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 no. I think the ref could have let him continue. Don't disagree with the stoppage because no. it's, it's better to save. You got to save the fighter there, for himself. There's a but, th there's a hundred thousand fights like yeah. that. There's a hundred thousand. How did you fights feel in that fifth did. round? Oh, I felt I felt confident. Felt confident I until felt confident until so until so did Anthony Joshua. So did AJ. So, he was yeah. already taking photos. Hey. He was already waiting for the photographers and the hey. reporters to come in. He's he like, we're, we're gonna hey. get we're gonna hey. get to that. So we're gonna ring car girls. We're gonna ring car girls. No, he was. He was standing over him. He yeah. He thought he thought he was, he was, uh, he was already talking outside the ring arm, hanging over. Hey, baby. And then just like what does your pop say? Don't read your own press clippings. Don't. Read don't your read your own press clippings. So, like, just because you're in it, so the I fight should, ain't over. This I is stop still subscribing to our own show. <laughs> this is a fighter. It's never over until, until the it's ref... over. Until it's I didn't over. hear no bell. So, so Klitschko got knocked down in round around five. five, and then turned right around and knocked he... one of the cleanest overhand rights straight to the chin. That was in the sixth round. Anthony, yeah, in the sixth round. Like after in, he rocked yeah. and hurt him in the fifth round, of course, but went. No, nah, he no, he, no. He got out of that. Joshua got out of that round. It was the sixth round where he let his he guard down. Reading this, reading this plus, Kevin thought I was going to be over. Mm -hmm. Punched himself out. Got punch, caught. Got, just caught. got caught. And it, it always takes a good one. It always takes one just good hey, one. And, and then reality that hits the, and that real fast, and you're like, whoa. That changed the title of the fight. Animated so. birds circling around you, man. But that was a hype fight. Now, I want to say, is can I say it now? Since 2003. 2003. Vitaly Klitschko, hey. Lennox Lewis was the last hey. time. What do you think about the name Klitschko? Ooh, I, I feel like that's been used. There's no way has it's it? gone this long. It has Isn't to be. There's no way it's gone this long without using it. Well, we have to I coined this. it. If somebody else has used it hey, before me, if, I didn't please, know. Please, we've been dying for some feedback, some you sucks, some man. Let us know. If if anybody has used Klinchko, if not, hashtag Klinchko with hashtag SC101. Because this is the sweet science. So check this out. Uh, another thing to get. I, got, I still got a lot of stuff on this. Um, as far as the... <laughs> as far as styles make fights, how did, how did Tyson Fury... Beat this man in a twelve-round match. Mind games, mind games. Like, Talk about this dude beat his, his words are weapons, son. There is no possible way that both of these gentlemen, as I'm talking about Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko, that Tyson Fury is on the same page with these two dominant athletes, especially the way that he looked. So as far as mind games. Athletic ability. He was talking and smack to that dude from the time they walked into the ring during the fight. There was a hundred punches thrown between the two of them. It was the most boringest fight ever that I watched all twelve was, rounds it was, of. It was literally the worst heavyweight fight it that was, I actually except championship fight too. I would like, rather was, watch softcore cable four. That's how bad that fight was. When don't you want to watch that? Softcore hell never. Not anymore. Not at this age. We have the internet now, bro. Come on. Get the Focus. I need you to stop changing the subject. Let's talk about it's these not, cats here. Well, think about it, man. Sometimes you like listening to hardcore rap. Sometimes you like jazz, man. Sometimes it's a good change of pace. Just right. Sometimes I like Eminem. Sometimes I like Kendrick. That's how it goes, right? Did you? Don't. Don't. Focus. Don't shout. Don't, hey, look. Vitaly Klitschko, Lennox Lewis. You never saw that fight. What did you think when we watched it? I liked it. Um... I remember remnants of it, but I never really flashes. dubbed it. Yeah, I remember remnants and flashes of it. I thought it was a good fight. Now, we were talking about... That was 2003, correct? Yep. 2003 when that happened. Lennox Lewis and Vitaly Klitschko when they fought. Because we were looking at, this was the best heavyweight uh, championship fight that we've seen since 2003. And, and we're judging this off of high pace action 
maybe the the level of um, we're talking of about overall everything, overall just from the, from the intro to the outro what and everything, and everything you got in 2003 is when the Klitschko era really began because that was Lennox Lewis's last fight and since then is when people try to start to talk I'd say around what 2000 we'll say 2010 is when people started to bring up that possibility that boxing might be dead nobody's into it anymore and then, and they, then you always hear oh well there's no good heavyweight fights and I understand that just because Mike Tyson and Ali, these cats built, and even Marciano, they built such a big vibe and aura around this division itself. Because we like bloody guts. We want to see the biggest dudes knock out the biggest dudes. You know, so you take that away. When, you, when you're coming with a heavyweight champion, you're automatically assuming that anybody below that weight class, I'll beat everybody up. Yeah. So you're talking about the baddest man walking around. Pure size, yeah. And that's it's mathematically true unless you're like Jeff Speakman. Now, Jeff some of the, con not even, I'm not even going to call it controversy. A lot of, I love and hate social media at the same time. Know, it, it's it's a gift and a curse, man. It gives everybody a voice, which is good, but it gives everybody it, a voice, is which is terrible. <laughs> you don't know shit about boxing. Yeah, you don't know no nothing ish. about boxing. You don't know ish. So um, in the fifth round, when uh, Anthony Joshua knocked down um, Vladimir Klitschko, and he's standing over him, iconically, he has on the white trunks, and then... Some British dude caught somebody, that photo, checked, it, got checked that photo. it later that day. I was like, oh, my God. Oh. And it looked just like Ali standing over. Was it Sonny Liston? Sonny Liston. That's it right. was over Sonny Liston. And Two, were, I get, and the it, photos were similar. The photos as, were similar. As far as for stance, appearance, the the caliber of the fight and the situation they were doing is totally different because this is the one where, where Ali's telling him to get up because he thinks he's ducking and throwing the fight yeah. versus I'm standing over you like, what now? Now, more people had a problem with the comparison. They're like, no, it's too oh, early. No, this guy is not no. on the same class. That's not the comparison, that's though. That's not the comparison. The it's photo based on the photo similarities. The it's more racist than anything else. How? Two black dudes doing the same pose. Do you, you just say anything. We, we give you a mic, and it's just... Do you think I need a mic to say this? <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. If I had cameras following me every day, I'd be canceled three, four times already. And... You're the, you're the yeah. Kim Kardashian of this podcast. Oh, man, I wish you had it like that. You're here because of my. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know supermodel how doing radio. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways. No, but um, I thought it, too many people were in their feelings about that photo. I put a lot. I, I put a lot of reference years. out there. Fourteen years since we've had this exciting heavyweight match. The last time I was this excited watching a fight, I wouldn't even say. That was an exciting fight to Lennox Lewis and uh, Vitaly. But what's more iconic for me and you in our generation would be any Mike Tyson knockout we used to watch. Any Mike Tyson knockout. See everybody get together for these three, four-round fights just dominated. So. I used to I used to love watching Tommy Duke Morrison. Uh, a lot of other heavyweights like Ray Mercer when he was coming up. But Him and George Foreman. George Foreman fight. was good on yeah. his second run. Hollyfield even. I, I loved Fast Eddie Chambers who didn't get to a lot of hype. I, um, Chris Ariola. But. Oh. I don't like Lennox Lewis. I never have. Is that because he's gay? No, it's not because... Is that proven? No, it's not confirmed. <laughs> it's not... not you just go Charlemagne the Goddess? You just gonna start saying anything? Hey, no, um, he just loves his mom a lot. No, nah, the only... Uh, his mom, I'm sorry, British. The only thing I liked... The one split second that I liked with Lennox Lewis was he was actually on the intro of the Beat Nuts. Uh, I think it's the No Escape. Yeah, Lennox Lewis. Even though probably nobody right now knows exactly what you're talking about, but me. But it's okay. 
We'll find it. We'll put it on no Facebook.com oh, forward slash squared oh, circle 101. We'll put oh, it on there for you. We'll find oh, it. Just so we don't get sidetracked oh. here. We need to go forward <laughs> and talk about this sweet science. We can't talk about the past all day long and think about just this fight, which was so epic and hype. Oh, but this oh. is a lot of, it's a lot of stuff that goes into this fight, though, too, because now I want to... Do we do a rematch? No. No, I don't. I'm no, you sure. don't do a rematch. How much? Sure. Oh, oh. Also, to touch on top of this, there was so much to talk about this match because the class on both fighters, right after it was over, saying that Anthony Joshua was a good champion. He was a great uh, fighter. I, 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 I forgot like, about that. I was yes, going to bring that up. No, that was beautiful to watch, too, because mm -hmm. even though these guys are sitting here trying to bash each other's brains in, there is a level of opposition when you step in and you respect another person's craft in their fight. Like if if you're listening to this and in you never step if you sport. any comments if you've ever stepped into the ring, no matter you're, what it you is. would understand. Anybody who's not and you're like, oh, you see you feel the bad blood after, there is no way that you have that if you've been inside the ring, man. There is a respect. Now that you I'm gonna see assume that majority of anybody listening out there, because I'm talking to whoever's listening on this dark and stormy night, and this is the sweet science. Hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash squared circle one on one. Champions but here. You are familiar with combat sports yourself, whether it's martial arts as a kid, boxing as a kid, some jujitsu, a little wrestling, some elbows here off the top ropes, turnbuckle, however you want to handle it or say it. You have something familiar with it. So that's why you listen to us right now. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, um, I just love to see that respectable. But also, did you see uh, Vitaly Klitschko in the background? He looked kind of upset about it, like, he was like, it was a good fight, but I was like, yo, I would have handled that. Ooh, deja vu. What did we see when that Vitaly fight got stopped against Lennox Lewis, who was in the background with that that Mo-looking mop? Man, that, the, that The Boogie Nights Mike Wal Mark Wahlberg-looking mop. The Boogie Man. That was a Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber haircut. He had a bowl cut, man. <laughs> Vladimir Klitschko, what the hell were you doing back I, in the day? You didn't have a And barber? if you don't know, go to Facebook.com, because guess what? I already got it up there. Check it out. The full fight for Lennox Lewis and Vitaly Klitschko. Epic heavyweight battle. Where's we haven't seen snare? one in years. Now, there's a... You need some where, snare? Yeah, um, yeah, where's my snare? Okay. No, um, one of the things is... Where, hold on, where were you headed? I was headed nope, to this. No, 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 no. Upcoming after that, where does Anthony Joshua go from this? Ooh, that's because the heavyweight, Because the heavyweight division has been... There's been good fights. So this so is you okay. Still have, so do we go straight to Deal Deontay Wilder and just have nothing for left? the for the WB and have see? nothing left at all? See, is that is, it? See, look, man. Are you telling look, me one look, and done? Listen, listen, listen. Or do listen, we go? Listen, Linda, Linda, honey, listen, listen, listen to me. This is why I love you, man. Because I was thinking the same selfish things. I was like, I don't, I want them to fight, but I, it'll be. It's over. You got, you got a lot that Lewis. you can still do, Luis Ortiz. Anthony Joshua versus Luis Ortiz. Oh, Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. No, 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 no. Not, not, not Deontay okay, okay. Wilder. Not Deontay Wilder. Because I still think they can clear out everybody. Tyson Fury needs to get shut up because technically he is the champ. Technically, technically he is You are correct. He is the champ. He is a champ. Did not lose if the you guys, If you guys aren't familiar, so the reason why I called that my co-host Sonny Ill. Tommy Gunn's a paper champion. He didn't actually beat Balboa for the title. St how many episodes can we go in a row without a Rocky reference? Have you seen the most recent Tecate beer commercial? Yes, I have. Who was in it? Canelo Alvarez. And? I saw Canelo Alvarez. And? And I saw Sylvester Stallone. And? Canelo don't even speak English, <laughs> right? But apparently Rocky show up, that's fool knows some words, right? I wonder why. His because it's iconic he saw too. 
That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe look, maybe some more Italian beer sponsors look, look, have been here. Italian nobody likes it. Is there no, Italian soda? That's Stella Quad. Remember that one orange champagne flavored beer we had that one time? Stella or whatever. Stella Trois? Yeah, that's just Italian right it, And you have to drink it in a chalice. That, yeah. make, that, makes it, that makes it better. But, no, but I understand what you're saying about the Anthony Joshua. I think Tyson Fury needs to get shut up because he's the one twi- Twitter fingers the most. Yeah. So, I think I think uh, whether it's Deontay Wilder or whether it's Anthony Joshua, one of, them got, one of them needs to clean him out. We also have a guy fighting this weekend, Joseph Parker. Joseph Parker. I only want to touch that in a second because he's supposed to fight Tyson Fury's younger brother. Hughie he- or Huey, Huey, Fury, Huey Fury, but they couldn't get his dad into the, the country to train. Now he's got to step in uh, the Razvan Kanjanu. Now, uh, this is a moment where usually when you get these short notice fights, it's not always good for the headliner. So we don't have to mention him again, Joseph Parker. I hope he wins because I like him. He's got good fast hands and good power. Go ahead and continue. Um, only two boxers in the heavyweight division reign supreme with a possible one, what would a possible two. Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua are 1A and 1B. I'm going to give it to Deontay Wilder. Anthony Joshua is a better boxer. Deontay Wilder has the power to shut anybody up. So it's... He has that like Lex Luger. He's, no, he has like ridiculous retard strength power. And I'm not supposed to say that, but that's the only way to describe it. Literally, one punch changes the dynamic of anything. You saw what he did to Chris Ariola with one hand. That, you, mean, you saw what he did to the last 27 opponents, except for Bermain Stavern. He keep, keep KTFO'd everybody. Anthony Joshua technically is the second one to do it because of Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber, who brought that bronze medal home. Back to the stateside from Alabama. So we got two heavyweight. Bama. We got two heavyweight champions, both undefeated. Deontay Wilder is thirty-eight and zero with thirty-seven knockouts, and Anthony Joshua is nineteen and zero with nineteen knockouts. So no. those are probably those are the highest percentage in welterweight in heavyweight. They are on a crash collision course, obviously. It has to be. I need everybody taken out. I need Luis Ortiz taken out. Yes. I need. I need um. Would you, would you say Joseph, Saburn, Parker, Joseph Parker? Joseph Parker. I need. I need all those taken Hugh out. Hughie Fury. Tyson Fury. Because the thing is, they're both you still, still pretty young. And I don't see anybody beating those two boxers. I don't mind watching these two brothers fight three times. And that's what he... As long as all these other guys are talking, I don't want to have that be the pinnacle and then them go around after that and then they, they duck each other for my trilogy. Right. This is me being 100% nah, 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 selfish. Nah, nah. I need I need. They everybody. can fight once a year for the next three years and make some money as long as that first one is, worth, good. A, is worth a dime. Well... How can it not be? Somebody, nobody's living after that. I don't know, baby. As long as I can see both of them both land a clean shot, and if somebody gets knocked down in the second round, I'm okay. I'll be okay. And there has to be a rematch still. After it, immediate, it, like immediate, immediate. I mean, because go back is, to the locker room, clean up, come back out for round three. Get, like that? That soon? They they okay. got to capitalize. There's too much money to be the made. State won't they, let no, that happen. It, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Boxing's. I was uh, talking about boy Mario the other day, and uh, we were going over the. We were going over an old fight, and I, I just told him, I was like, as much as I love this sport, it's a corrupt sport. You know, they will point, they, they, they will put everybody in position to the yeah. fight that they want to make. So Exactly. And then the closer you are to that fight they want to make, they start to pull you apart. You know, they pull you a little farther apart. You see eye at each other. Everybody's like, yo, you heard what he said? Man, what? He said what? And they, they're just trying to make the tense, the tension get a little stronger. So you can feel the energy in the air. If you get chills right now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. But that's what they do. Their promoters are doing the jobs. 
and hopefully just keep me in business at the same time. Because that's what we're here to discuss, the sweet science. Now, we saw some brutal faces over this whole discussion that we're talking about right now. One of them was that flashback of Vitaly Klitschko and Lennox Lewis when his eye was like hanging off the side of his head. Then we also had a bruise of Anthony Joshua the next day. His, his thing was like sticking out the side of his face. It was crazy. And you wrote down what was the worst face fight ever or worst face uh, yeah, aftermath. No, and so this was this was great. It's, I just told you right now, we didn't even have to do it today. Oh, we talking about it. Because we're, we're going to talk about it. Who looks the worst? And, After the and fight, don't is, say before. One, That's just no, wrong. no, no. Yeah, because there's yeah, there a, a lot of these dudes are ugly. Unless they're ugly in high school like that. Yeah, no, but think about it. And this is one thing that I want you. Hey, what's our Facebook? Facebook.com forward slash squared circle one one. Hey, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. We're on everything. Hit us up at Gmail. We want some feedback. We beg it for it. And don't forget to download the app. It's available in iOS and Android. Tell your friends about it. But look, as much as you guys think that we're perfect, you know unpopular opinion we're actually not i mean it's 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 terrible to know i'm sorry to let you guys know that but at the same time but at the same time is what fight do you remember where the guy looked just terrible after because when vitaly klitschko fought lennox lewis his daddy was mad for the stoppage he looked like the fan of the opera he had two cuts under the same eye it was and above it it, under and above it it was really it was gross to look at. And half I of thought his about face. That, and I thought it was about like it. the old Bill Cosby. Not no disrespect or bad jokes, but the old first biz, Bill Cosby's like my lip is on the floor when he's talking about going to the dentist. That's what he looked like. His face was on the floor. It was half gone. And then so I thought about Ruslan Provotnikov always every fight. So me and Dolores, we were watching uh, the Ruslan Provotnikov versus Gabe Rosado every fight. No, no Gabe Rosado. No, we were like in, uh, watching Ruslan Provotnikov versus Lucas Matisse. Ooh, and uh, of course, I picked right. I'll pick Lucas Matisse. Yeah. But as Lucas Matisse was bashing... And getting bashed. <laughs> would get, well, yeah, as he was bashing yeah. Ruslan Provotnikov's face, I, I honestly think they came as a collective ref. Like, whenever you ref... Uh, Provotnikov fight the Siberian Rocky whenever you ref one of his fights do not look at his face because he'll stop it in the you'll, third you'll round stop it. but that's his face he looks like that every fight and he's normal and it's <laughs> you fight already bro <laughs> you fight already so chill. he What's never hit him uh, Andre Berto versus Robert Guerrero where <laughs> it looks like two, somebody put two big plums on the front of yeah. his eyelids and just cut slits in them. Yeah, that was we a bad one. We might have to put We might have to find pictures photos of that one. That was a bad one right there. He would hit me. Yeah, cut me, Mick. You uh, couldn't see. Couldn't so, see um, what was it? Lennox Lewis versus uh, Haseem Rockman when he had Man, that He had a twin had growing a, out his dome. He, that hey, was a tumor. Hey, I, I hate dating stuff because it makes it sound old. I know, I know. It's okay. They remember uh, they total, know. remember the original Total Recall, oh, where he yeah. had a baby growing out of oh, stuff. The, the bad dude, a, whatever no, his name is, the, 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 the yeah, leader of the right. re- rebellion. Sorry, yeah. nerds. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> usually with y'all, but I, I can't think of the name right now. No, but he had, no. Quasi something. Haseem Rockman had a, a kid growing out the side of his head. Yeah. It, and you know what's funny about that? Yeah, see about I've done this, because we've, talked about, the, we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. If you type in Google... And you type in Haseem Rockman, and you, hit, and you up. hit up and you get images. Click on images. That's the first thing. Now this guy's established. You would is think this is a dude maybe holding the world championship belt or showing his when he when he slayed and KO'd Lennox Lewis and slept him uh, in the fifth round of the first fight. That you would think maybe him walking away from that knockdown. Nah, it's Haseem Rahman 
Rockman. His nickname's Rockman. It's Hasim Rahman. Just, 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 you hit the mic button and say it, and see what pops up. No, literally. You see a three-eyed devil there? I just, I, I just did it. That's a horn. I just, I just googled Hasim Rockman, and the first, the picture that we're talking about is the first thing that popped up, and the next word after that was Hasim Rockman hematoma. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, bad nickname to have. <laughs> I think it was. Isn't his name the Rock? It's, it's how rock. it became Rockman is what it was it yeah. evolved into because you know Dwayne Johnson was like yo you gotta pay no, that one uh, who who else looked bad after a fight looked really bad <sighs> man well we got that, that Vitaly Arturo Gotti Arturo Gotti in almost every bad. fight he's, every fight no he's yeah he's in the Provodnikov's oh, era the Hawaii, the, my favorite one my man right here Diego, Diego Corrales, Corrales versus uh, uh, Luis Castillo they both look bad <laughs> they both look bad yeah, on that one yeah, but, uh, they look like they actually look like Rocky won but at the end of the fight or yeah. at the beginning of Rocky 2 when they're looking at each other or, or like you know they hear the sound they don't know where each other's at they just hear the sound and looking like oh I know you're over there Apollo but that's how they that's how Arturo Gotti uh, looks on every fight then we got um, Gabe Rosado we mentioned who else is there I mean this is just you Many. Know, you can go for it. Hey, if they, you, know you want some like feedback, if it, let's say you're a little shy for some feedback. How about you tweet us some pictures or hit us up on Facebook with some pictures oh, or some just damaging oh, tips you fight? Look at this. Alfredo, Alfredo Angulo. Oh, Alfredo Angulo, Alfredo that's right. Angulo. Versus Eris Landy Laura. Is that correct? Uh, no, I didn't even see the picture of who it was from. Let me see. Look it up right there. I, I know I'm right on this one. It's Eris Landy Laura who gave him that one because I remember he stopped mm. in the middle of it. Then there's also. Koto. Cotto, he gets beat up a lot. He, his when he fought Margarito. Red. Yeah. Mar the first Margarito, Margarito when he first Margarito beat him. With, the, with his mm -hmm. the cast, though. So you can't Man, even, He beat him with bad. cast in his hands. That was bad. That was a brutal, bloody fight for Margarito. You got to be scared to fight to anybody like that. After you you got, you got couldn't how knock you, out a dude. How do you not be gun shy after something like that? After taking a beating from a dude who's cheating like that and still come back? Nothing. And not even, not even complain about it. Not once. Now, this is why I love and I respect this sport so much, though. Gosh. After looking like that, or even during the fight, because most of the time... We would have handled it off the air. We would have yeah. handled it off the air. Especially if I, if I thought you cheated. Like, I would have been waiting for you outside this... After, after the Shane Mosley fight, when they caught Margarito, yeah. I would have been outside waiting. I would have caught a plane from New York. I would have been out there in Cali at the Stable Center and be like, Oh, okay, you plaster your hands now? Huh? Shout, it's a, it's a kickboxer waiting, dipping in honey and glass? Shout out Man. to Nassim Richardson who actually spotted that. That was Sugar Ray. Uh, Sugar Ray. I um, mean, uh, not Sugar Ray, but um, Sugar, Sugar Shane Mosley's trainer. Sugar Shane trainer at the time. Many of the classics. Who discovered that, and uh, that's why they had to go back for it. So if I had to pick one, I'm going to have to go with Provodnikov or maybe Gabe Rosado when he fought Triple G because that just looked like he was dying. Like, like, he, like he came from like the scene of a terrorist aftermath. Just blood dripping. Just dripping down. Yeah, he, he walked in the ring with white shorts left for red shorts. That's just what it was. I'm not going to say as far as it, it's the worst. Because the swell can go down. You can put the swell on Andre Berto. That's what I was going to originally go with. Because right after he fought Robert Guerrero, like he just put on some blue blocker shades. You know, them old people with glasses. He just yeah, had on some blue, blue blocker blockers. shades. And Don't it, nobody know about blue blocker shades except <laughs> me and you right now. And maybe my dad and anybody else above 40. <laughs> That, that's seen in infomercial in the 80s. Oh so, yeah, the blue shades. black. I think blue, were, Google it. Been, just Google it. They could have been it. Top Guns. I don't know. It, but, it is um, one of the most racist commercials you'll see because at the very end, it's got some brother rip spinning a rap about his blue blocker shades. Oh, God. Nah, that's horrible. It, um, I'm, 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 I'm still going to go with Hasim Rockman, man. That knot. 
just you can't. Fernando Vargas was another one. His was almost as big when he fought Shane Mosley. Mm-hmm. His is almost as big as that Seam Ramen one. Now I thought like if I was thinking like a balloon, you stick a little pin in that. Is it to right? Yeah. He's just gonna blow fly away in the from the ring. That was he rough. Can't, he couldn't wear hats unless they were beanies. <laughs> you can't no no fitted. Uh, maybe, sna- maybe a snapback nah, on the last night. Not even a snapback. Can't yeah. get a beanie, or he got a, he got a wheel tilted to the side, right? Just head that way. The derby tilted to the side, had it rested on that eyebrow or that that bit of forehead left. Now, I want to talk about Mount Rushmore. We brought that up a little bit. We're running out of time here, so we don't want to spend too much time on it. And what I'm just gonna go say. We're gonna we're we just gonna tease it today. We go we go a little bit. Let's kind of like petting it, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. little little. But that's what we do. We're gonna tease it because we spoke about it last time. So next week we're gonna have a nice four. We're gonna come up. I'm gonna come up with a legit four. I need you to come up with a legit four. I, no. And you gotta hold your argument. No. I'm not personal. Get, no. I need a legit four. Okay. Like Diego Corrales, I'm not gonna put on this mountain. And this is my man. Yeah. I'm talking about a legit four. Okay. Now hold that thought. Till next week, you write that down. Everybody else write that down. And I want some feedback. I'm trying to provoke some action. I'm trying to provoke a little smack talk. Do Honestly, I have to really diss somebody to get some feedback here? Honestly, we should have got reactions already because of the Mount Rushmore we put up last week. I could see understand a lot of people being pissed off at what we did. Well, after watching this Vitaly Klitschko and Lennox Lewis, I almost want to take my Tyson off of mine. But we'll get into that next week so make sure you stay tuned every thursday for the sweet science of squared circle 101 now let's go into this weekend we got a big fight weekend coming up we got Eurokis gamboa trying to revitalize his career sign him a golden boy recently he's fighting this friday and we're gonna stay relevant and he's the only relevant fighter on this card we really want to talk about going against the robinson castellanos and that's on the fifth beginning of cinco de mayo weekend hi so, Robinson Castellanos, are we going to mention anything about him? or We, we just, just did. Moving forward, Eurokis Gamboa, guess what? This is your time to shine. You didn't shine last time we saw you fight. Nah, he Oscar shined. was he like, sh- yo, yo, yo. No, he shined. He just, we just saw how much of a better fighter that he he was. Than we saw what we before. knew and expected and what's been lost and wasted over the last couple of years. We got to go wireless here soon. <laughs> Why? Because you can't stay. Hey, man. Hey. Just think if this was live feed. No, it is live feed because you're ruining your. We need longer cords here. I hope you hey, can hear Amazon me. Amazon wishlist. I'll give you a topless photo shooter. We just need longer headphone cords. But, Eurokis Gamboa. He got beef 50 Cent now. Even though 50 Cent helped him get out of his contract with top rank. Signed a golden boy who is technically the, the, the big competitive promoter against top rank. And also the big promoter competing against the money team. Or SMS promotion, which was 50's former group. What do you want to see from Gamboa? What do you should we just should he become like a a Vegas act once a week, just throwing a fights up, or or do we want to see him tested his comp some real competition if he could beat any, or should we just sit back and let Golden Boy kind of milk whatever dimes they can get out of this cat? No. He needs to be on a big time money card because he's still undefeated. Exciting! I like the way he fights. I like watching. Hold on, him. I like the way he watches because he's a he's a great fighter. Hold on, good me. style. I, he was to me one of the first Cuban fighters you see really try to change their style to be more crowd and fan appeasing and entertaining. Which because a lot of Cuban fighters are so tactical, they're so slick. Their their fundamentals are just so. 
just so above everybody else's reason why they, they dominate so much in amateur boxing. So to see him try to just maneuver and tweak his own style to be fan friendly is insane to me. Because you got guys like um, what's the what's the cat uh, the RNS uh, Rigando, one of the best boxers I've ever seen in my life. But he's sitting safely at 122. He don't want to move up. He don't want to try no real competition. Even though he should have he should have fought Lomachenko at 126 when they're both the same weight or 122 even to, 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 to get it over. Who's the best? Because oh, I lied, I lied. Uh, Yuri Gamboa only has one loss. 26, uh, 26 wins, one loss. Yeah. Um, I I didn't forget it, but I did at the same time. So, and that was Terrence Crawford, but at the same time, is this, guy, this guy is 26 and one at the lightweight division. Like, how is he, he needs to be mentioned. He doesn't have enough, he doesn't it's have because enough. Because it's his own fault because he backed out of a big fight with Brian Arreos, which, which created the entire stalemate of his career and the entire halt of it where it slowed down to this pace. Because he should have 30, 40 fights or even be retired so right this now. So is, this is the layout of the last couple of years. Um, December 19th, 2015, he fought uh, Hyla Williams Jr. Who? And then... Highland Williams Jr. We actually we covered him. Fight. He was yeah. Um, and then Renee Alvarado in March this year. Who? Yeah, exactly. That was this that's, year, really? that, no, yeah, that was this year. No, remember it, because it that's too, the one we covered, right? That's the one. No, that's the one we covered. Okay. So where it was just too easy. It was, it was too, too easy, easy for him, him. But he couldn't. He couldn't get him out of there. He couldn't knock him out. He couldn't dominate. He couldn't get the convincing, entertaining win to make people want to see him more. To make other fighters want to challenge him and that is what hurt him in that fight so he better make a statement against Robinson Castellanos you hey. better get this boy out quick so and we also talked about Yorgos Gamboa talking about him fighting like a Mikey Garcia or somebody again he don't want a part of that yeah, hey. well, Lomachenko's talking about moving up Oof, I don't even know that, that'll put him on the map I'm not saying he would win, but that would put him on the map. I feel like it's disrespectful to not make Mike Garcia the favorite in a fight against Lomachenko, but we're not going to talk about this right now because... We've touched on it, but... We've touched on it. We've, we've, a, we've a little yab. A little yab. We've touched on it. We've tapped on it. We've kept it out to just to remind you that we know and we are aware. Now, returning to the ring as one of the opening fights after Joseph Diaz is Lucas Matisse versus Emmanuel Taylor. How do you feel as a Matisse fan seeing your man get back in the ring? Man, I'm so excited. I'm really happy, man. I've always been a Lucas. I thought we were going to see him on VH1 soon. It's like, you know, where are they now? Watch him out. Watch him out. I mean, we know where he's at in Argentina. Watch, him out. Watch, big. How, watch how you talk about him. <laughs> well, who's bigger, him and Medina right now? Well, obviously well, Medina, but still, he got two paychecks from Mayweather. That's why. Lucas Matisse, 37-4. Matrix, 37-4-4 with 34 knockouts, man. High knockout percentage. High now, percentage. this guy's resume, it's up, it's up there, KTFOs. too. KTFOs. It's up. He KTFOs. Got, look, man, we got Humberto Soto. We got uh, Lamont Peterson, Danny Garcia, John John, Molina. Ruslan Provotnikov, Roberto Ortiz, Victor Good Postal. Fight. Crazy Good call. Fight. Good call on Victor Postal. I'll give him that, that one. Was, um, you know, I you, knew that you, one. You yeah, I, I, that's one of the few. There's every now and then. Well, Devin, right Alexa now. Devin Alexander, that was Zab Judah. Zab Judah. So he, uh, Demarcus Corley. Good resume. Yeah. So. Demarcus Chop Chop Corley. I saw I saw Cha Cha Corley and Zab Judah fight at the New Orleans Casino in Las Vegas the second, on the rematch. But. Lucas Batiste versus Emmanuel Taylor. He lost to Adrian Broner. Emmanuel Taylor is a legit opponent. And this these are two fighters in that same position. 
Do you become gatekeepers? Are you getting close to another title shot? Where do we go from here? Are we mentioning you on VH1 next? I don't know. So the thing is, are I'm not you going to be the second? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that Emmanuel Taylor has no shot because he really does. He, you walk in the 20, ring, you always got a shot. No, you always got. You always got a puncher's chance. Whether it's even, slim or none. So we got a guy who's who's get went against Kareem Mayfield, who we've touched on actually. We Boston. no, we didn't no, we didn't cover that fight, but we covered Kareem Mayfield, yep. Chris Algieri, yep, Antonio Broner, uh, Adrian Broner. We got I'm Antonio. Sorry, what's his name? Broner. Thank you. Can you not? No. Can you? Can you not? Continue. So this guy, this guy has some uh, some names on his resume. So this will be his first no pay per view. No slouch. He's never. But fought. I'm still taking. But I'm still taking Lucas Matisse. Oh, just for a simple fact. Level of class here. This is one of these things. Have you heard of Delvin Rodriguez? Who? Delvin Rodriguez. He fought Cotto. He had a good fight against this one Polish guy, Wallach. Uh, well, if you saw him, you recognize him. But this is this is going to be a defining moment for Emmanuel Taylor. See, Delvin Rodriguez has always been the contender. Very big, famous ESPN Friday Night Fights fighter. And that's always been his biggest headline. He's been a big headline on there. And that's, got, that's propelled him to many title shots. His last title shot was against Miguel Cotto. Where he got dominated in three rounds, three or four rounds, because the level of class shown. Class. And this is going to be one of these moments with Emmanuel Taylor. If you're listening out there, my man, just know that this is how we figure it out. We don't know where you're at, because you're either going to stay right here, or you're going to the next level where that Matisse is coming from, or he's still at. But you make that decision, and you game plan. And the tape is out there. This guy's got four losses. So the footage is out there on how to win. It's about you executing it. Now, next on that card, coming up off of uh, possibly the KTFO of the year, is David Lemieux against Marcos Reyes. Now, David Lemieux, we saw him sleep, Curtis Stevens. You're welcome. Welcome, my, night my, night. my pick. My pick. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Man. And it, what, what, what did David Lemieux tweet out to Curtis Stevens after knocking out? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. The disrespect. The Man. disrespect. But you know what I do respect? He should have been standing over him like, happy birthday. Hey. In French. He, he probably would have if he didn't find out too late. That's the only reason why he tweeted late. Mm, he's late. That's fine. That's why they, they don't let boxers tweet with them gloves. You know what I'm saying? But David Lemieux, he is out on a mission. He's out to reclaim 160. He wants to rematch Triple G and anybody else in his path. I would like to see him up against one of the Charlo brothers, especially. Just came up. I think he's plan B for uh, Canelo. If for any reason I'll be mad, of course, if Canelo and Triple G don't fall through. Because we're about to talk about him. But David Lemieux is on a mission. He looked flabby and overweight against Curtis Stevens. and still got a good KO. Now he's out against Marcus Reyes and needs to do the same domination. I need to see it. To yeah, just so to be a believer again. I don't let, I don't want to overstep anybody. Um, Get rid of the hair. Shave it. Just shave it. He can David do whatever. Lemieux. David Lemieux can do whatever he I wants. But um, between David Lemieux and maybe uh Daniel Jacobs line up after that. Yeah. That'd be something nice to look at. That'd be definitely something nice. Ooh, that'd be actually a good one right there, David. Exactly. I know, That's man. Just call me Matchmaker. Man, look, man, put me Ooh, on. Look, I, I can do I other things. Matchmaker right here. If you don't like it, he might take her anyways. But tell, now, tell me, we coming from all the spots. We coming for all of them. Now I'm from Las Vegas, where we have a neighborhood called Little Mexico. If you're anywhere in Southern California. Southern California, a.k.a. Mexico. You might have heard about this. I actually asked somebody, I don't mean to be stereotypical, but are you excited about Cinco de Mayo weekend? Because the headlining fight is a dude for, who's nicknamed... For his the title is, of Mexico. His nickname is Cinnamon. 
The dude's nickname is Cinnamon. He's had 40-some fights, still going as Cinnamon. Would, and, is anybody going to talk 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 bad about him? I ain't saying nothing. Nah, I know. And he's going against the name. If any yes. name in Mexico there is that you remember nah. in the modern era, and that's Julio, Julio Cesar, Cesar Chavez. Chavez Sr. The godfather of Mexico, I'm going to give him that. I'll I'm going to give him that because that you, you, besides uh, besides Pancho Villa, who's more iconic than... Than him as a Mexican, is as, as a Mexican, <laughs> as a Mexican, uh, as a Mexican, just shit. Mexican, I, I Mexican fighter, Mexican <laughs> warrior, Mexi Mexican, Mexican soldier. Period, so the, you, got got you got Chavez, Jose Cuervo, and you got Pancho Villa. As far as the the, <laughs> the Godfathers of Mexico, in man. order. In, that was in the order, order right that there. Was the right that was there. the order That's right there. Three. As and, far as for especially, you and know, depending on your Friday and Saturday nights, it may change. It may change. But you're talking about somebody who came from nothing, from and then somebody who came from privilege, which is always a great contrast. Always a so, good. So you now, got some somebody who made forty. Was it forty or eighty dollars his first fight? Twenty eight. It was twenty eight American dollars his first fight. Thirteen years old. And then you got somebody who's made twenty five grand his first fight. No, no, no. They they didn't even pay him that money. They probably gave it to the people around him as yes men. Because his he 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 has an American express black I want to say black card but I guess his brown card because Mexico Mexican express card is that right yeah. African American express that's and hilarious he's, he's, right he's, there the, the I like that reference. even though we get declined at every store but anyways Canelo versus Chavez Jr. <sighs> Do you want to be knocked out by a dude named Cinnamon? Well, everybody else has, except for Aries, Randy, Laura, and. <laughs> yeah, and Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. That's so, it. like, you're wow. <laughs> hey, do your job. You're not. Did. You're unprofessional. I like, like new addition. You have one day a week for you to do your job, and you can't even do that anyway. So, Stop trying to hey, subject. let's talk no, about Canelo Chavez no, Jr. Gonna talk about it. So, we've covered this for a while because we've been waiting for this fight for months Stop at a time. Me. We both do. We both have the same man winning this fight. Canelo. We both have Canelo winning this fight. I have I have Canelo ten rounds body shot going down. Ooh, that's funny. I'm I'm glad you made that pick because I was thinking about eight rounds. I think I see mm -hmm. him going same thing left yeah. to the body, and I see Chavez Jr. I believe Chavez Jr. is going to overtrain, and he'll after about the third or fourth round, he's going to start slap punching instead of actual punches. He won't be able to set in it because he's just using nothing but his arms to try to just land anything with a couple haymakers in there. But there's one intangible that one we know is born with. And that's Chavez Jr. is born with this gene I call the spoiler. Okay? Meltzer Taylor knows about the spoiler. He dominated Chavez Sr. And he got caught by the spoiler. And then the ref came in and became the other spoiler. Where was we that spoiler with Andre Fanfara? Andre Fanfara. That was a... Uh, don't you're laughing at show Showtime because ShowStreet.com is no longer on there because I probably stopped because of that fight. If I was still betting and gambling, and I, I'm sorry, no, I think. Uh, but if I was still <laughs> making picks on there, they still might be in business. You never know. But I think, uh, I think Sergio Martinez, another spoiler, close one. Couple, couple of things. One, I kind of got what you're saying. Overtrained, not necessarily overtrained, but Chavez looks good. Chavez Jr. He looks good. He slimmed down. I, that, I thought that was a, I thought that was a bad mistake. Stay big, stay bigger than this fighter. Do what Daniel Jacobs did against Triple G. One. We like. I want to see like question marks thin, going into thin, the ring, you right? Thin, you thinned your body out for somebody who just knocked out Liam Smith 
three times with a body punch. Body punches. Do you really? Do you? Really I'd rather want give that? a flash knockdown than a body punch. Take me out because yeah. one of the things, especially with this one with Chavez Jr., that I, I was saying is he should Orlando Salido. Just say, just F weight, come in, and it was 164 is the catch weight, walk to the scale at 170. Because you think Canelo at the age of 25 is going to let his pride overcome his smarts and be like, hey, all right, he didn't make weight, he don't you know, get nothing, who, it's uh, off. You know who is, uh, Chavez's trainer is, right? Who? For this fight? Nacho. 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 So who is the tra- famous trainer for he's a, Juan Manuel Marquez? Yeah, but um, the reason why he picked him because I was watching the twenty four seven on him. It was a, no, he didn't pick him out of convenience. He picked him out of because Nacho always talked bad about him and how bad his training had to. Yeah, and then so what he can fix. So I thought that was smart. That is Chavez. very that's, smart. Yeah, actually, so because that wow, that's actually genius and should be something that's promoted throughout schools or any kind of trade or any educational system where you're learning something because. What better criticism to receive is from someone who don't like you? Exactly. Like, hey, excuse me, hot Subano, why won't you see me? Well, let's hear. You you got no money, uh, but you're five foot seven. No, that's serious. And that's honesty, especially if they don't like you. They're going, if you give them, if you give them any reason to to cut you down, they'll take it. So I think that was smart on, I think that was smart on his part. That's actually genius. I like that a lot. Applauses to Chavez Jr. On that one, he can still get knocked out though. So, so it's, I mean, the he's trainer always got to put fight. his chance because that intangible. When the chips were down with Canelo, how did he react against Mayweather? He, he kept bo- he, he kept boxing, but it he was kept his Mayweather, game plan. Mayweather. He stayed disciplined, but he didn't mm. think outside the box. He didn't try to come up with nothing creative. How many he couldn't think inside the ring. Though? Mayweather don't count. Mayweather then, don't count. He couldn't land one. He couldn't land the one. Something that the Chavez family seems to have built in, and we witnessed this this past weekend with uh, a Chavez Alvarez fight when we when Omar got his revenge on one of the other Alvarez brothers in a rematch that they they, they caught everybody off guard. There was like, "Yo, it's Chavez versus Alvarez this weekend," and it was like, "What? I thought it was next weekend." And wrong wrong ones, of course. They caught him slipping. But we got Shane Mosley, Josecito Lopez, Austin Trout, Floyd, Alfredo Angulo, Eris Randy Laura, James Kirkland, Miguel Cotto, Amir Khan, Liam Smith. That is the last eight, <laughs> eight, nine fighters that Canelo wow. has fought. Wow, wow, wow. Those are the last eight fighters. The Those best thing about champions the champions Joshua fight there pro- was that former champions. The biggest thing you always want to question with your fighters is what's going to happen when they're under Adversity pressure. Adversity hits. Adversity hits. How do you react? We saw what Anthony Joshua did. And we saw what we saw what Chavez did. We saw what Chavez Sr. did. We saw what Chavez Jr. did against Sergio Martinez when he had proper tra- training with Freddie Roach. And I assume he's going to be in the same position again. If he blows up too big, he's going to be out in four rounds. But I'm going to stick by my story. I, I'm going to stick by my story. I'm going to say eight rounds. This, the one thing that I, um, the reason why I'm going ten rounds is because he is his father's son. There, he he can't be the complete ten man and have no heart. I'm I'm giving him ten rounds off heart alone, just for the simple fact that Chavez Senior said. Mm-hmm. This is the fight that's going to determine if he has my balls. If he has my cojones, was his word. Cool and yawns. You know cool. <laughs> so that's, you that's the thing hot that he said. When he's like, yo, I got my father's eyes opened up. And he had a father's eyes. He's, oh, man, good. See, that's why I love that. I love that. I love that, right? Yeah. So. Hey, if there's anything I want to hear from my father, it's his, it's his cool and yawns for sure because he was a good man. He who stepped up on every occasion needed possible. So we got to see if this same... The same junior, the the dude who's got who's got to be worse with the, who's got to be cursed with the second worst junior nickname to have next to Michael Jordan Jr. Possibly, 
Is there anybody else you can think of you would hate to be named after? Um, no, it's not even the name. It's the profession you chose to go If you had to choose Michael Jordan Jr. or Chavez Jr., which name would you have to take? I'm taking Michael Jordan Jr. because you have an empire that you can take over. Boxing, it ain't no guarantees. You saying it's guarantees of basketball? I, I'm saying... As an athlete, I'm, you I'm get saying, to choose I'm saying, I'm whatever saying. the name is, you got to take that sport. If you're Michael Jordan Jr., you got to go pursue basketball. That's the question. I'm not taking the sport. I'm taking the empire. Even yeah, if I fail, I can still get it. purpose of the hypothetical. Oh, okay. You, what do you know? You know that. Now, I want to say, I got something to say to you right now. I'm going to say one month, 13 days, 22 hours, 46 minutes, and 37, 36, 35, 34 seconds again. One more time. Let me just back this up a little bit. One month, 13 days, 22 hours, 46 seconds, 46 minutes. Oh, one more time, one more time. He can't read. He can't One read. month, 13 days, 22 hours, 46 minutes, and 19, 18, 17, 16 seconds from now is 2017. Ward, Kovalev, watch the rematch. I can't wait for this. I'm getting closer and closer to it. And we're getting fed a little bit in between. We just got, ooh, we just got filled up. We need some, some dessert from this last weekend. I don't know if Chavez Jr. and, and Cinnamon is going to be able to do it for me. They got a lot to live up to. They got a lot to live up to. They're and fighting for and Mexico, being, not and the it USA. Being and it being prime time, so it's not like it's one in the afternoon like it was at Kovalev over here. All right, shout out to everybody out there. This is the Sweet Science. Welcome to Squared Circle 101. You got your man, Sonny Yell. The hype voice is back. And my man, Shooter, a.k.a. Max Dynamite. Don't ask your girl if you know him. That's what it is. And we hope you love the sweet science like we do. And we are going to catch y'all next week. And we'll see who's right as far as when the defeat ends. But you got anything else to say, man? Let's talk about what, what, what was what was the keys to victory today? Second place is first loser. If and if you you're ain't not first, first you last. last. Hey, That's what coming, I'm talking hey, about. Long live the chief. We coming for the crown. We coming at all y'all. Make no, sure you hit us no up. No source, no losses. Facebook.com forward slash square circle one one. Download the app. Tell your friends about us. Or hit us up on Twitter and talk a little smack at talking smack 101. And we on Instagram too. Show us some love. Show us some hate. I want to see some three stars. I want to see some, eh, just I, right. Just so I know we need to get better because we're going to be better and bear witness as we talk our way to the type, to the type, to the top. Because this is the sweet science. We will see y'all every Thursday. I'm out.